Hi, this is Apostle Guillermo Maldonado. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that this message empowers you in your walk with God and in your purpose. Enjoy. We're going to read on the book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 7. Those of you that are watching at home, you still have a chance to tag somebody. In the meantime, if you're here in the temple, can you tell someone, today I'll participate? Come on, but say it louder. Thank you. Say it louder. Say it one more time so I could get a sip of water. Y'all put them to work already. Let's go to the scriptures, Isaiah 56, verse 7. And um, let's look at this verse. Even them I will bring to my holy mountain. And I'll make him joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar for my house. <laughs> I love it. can feel his presence already. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Put your hands together. Give him praise. God always had an original intent for his house. His desire, his original intent for his house was always to be a house of prayer. You see Jesus in Matthew chapter 21. I want you to see the story behind all of this. Verses 12 and 13. I want you to, let's, we're going to read this. You've heard many times the story of Jesus coming into the temple, flipping the tables of the money changers and those who were selling animals. It says he had just come into Jerusalem. He had just come in and people were shouting Hosanna and welcoming him. And then he goes into the temple and he sees that the money changers, they were exchanging the currency in the temple, taking advantage of those that were going into Jerusalem, into the temple during Passover for worship. They were selling defected animals, taking advantage of the people in the house of God. And he said, he went, Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple. And overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold those. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer. But you've made it a den of thieves. He was insulted, offended when he saw that. Because his house was to be a house of prayer. A true house of God has these five characteristics. And I want you to write them down. A true house of God. Looking at the original intent of God for his house, of Jesus for his house. There are five of them that I want you to write them. Number one, God's desire was always for his house to be a house of prayer. Number one. My subtitle today is, I want you to write a prayer changes things. I'll be teaching you on the house of prayer, but subtitle it, Prayer Changes Things. 
First, God, his intent was for his house to be a house of prayer. First Thessalonians 5.17, he said, I want you to pray without ceasing. You can take a break from prayer. You could take a break from everything else you want. But you can take a break from prayer. <laughs> take a break from anything else. He said, the Apostle Paul, I want you to pray without ceasing. And I want you to write this down. When prayer begin, begins to weaken in a house, when it weakens in a house, in a church or a family, God's power weakens as a consequence. As a consequence. And all things begin to crumble. A house where prayer is weak, things will begin to crumble down. A family, things will begin to fall apart when there's not a solid, stable life, constant in the now life of prayer. You see it in a family, you see it in an individual. When prayer begins to become weak, the power of God fades. It begins to vanish in that person. Write this down. Prayer causes spiritual activity in a person, in a city, and in a nation. Prayer causes spiritual activity. Do you want to see those that are watching at home? I want you to tag someone, tell them to connect. Do you want to see someone who has spiritual activity around their lives? Is someone who prays constantly. Tell your neighbor, I am a house of prayer. So number one, his desire was for his house to be a house of prayer. Number two, a house of offerings. Even this spiritual, thank you for the amen. Even this spiritual principle, practice is absent in many Christian circles. You've seen the spirit of poverty taking over places because Christians don't bring their offerings to the house of God anymore. Number one, God's desire is for his house to be a house of prayer. Say with me, a house of prayer. Number two, a house of offerings. Number three, I want you to write it down, a house of sacrifices. Just, just buckle up your seat belts because it might just get a bit bumpy. A house of sacrifices. Keep playing. I want you to write it down. A house of sacrifices. Your next level, you can stay where you were. Your next level, you're doing great. Your next level is always connected to a sacrifice. Your next level in your Christian walk, in your business, in your family, in any area in your life is always connected to a sacrifice. As a matter of fact, trace back every time you gave a sacrifice, God immediately responded. And God gave you a breakthrough. Your next level is always connected to a sacrifice. As a matter of fact, you cannot be a priest without a sacrifice. Pastor, this is too, too, uh, it's too deep. I want you to bring it down. I don't want you to choke. Let's put it plain and simple. There is no Captain America without a shield. 
There is no hug without a. There is no thor without a. You can say you Captain America without a shield. You can say you are a priest without an offering. Those of you that are watching at home, like my papa says, don't turn off the TV now. Don't, don't, don't get rid of that screen where you're watching on the phone now. You can be a priest without a sacrifice. You can be a priest without an offering. You can be a priest without worship. You can be a priest without a sacrifice. I want you to see this and I want you to write it down. Your sacrifice draws you near to God. Why are you saying this, Apostle? Because God always meant for His house to be a house of sacrifices. First Peter, I want you to see it in the scriptures, chapter 2, verse 5. 1 Peter 2, 5. Look at what it says. You also, who is it talking about? Thank you. He ain't talking about somebody... I don't know. He's talking to you. Say he's talking to me. You also as living stones are being built a what? Come on, say it louder. Like if you had Cuban coffee, I had three espressos this morning because I knew that I was going to have to fight some demons. A what? A spiritual house. A holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through who? who's receiving your sacrifice in heaven? I'm loving it already who is receiving your sacrifice? well if Jesus is receiving your sacrifice in heaven as you worship he's presenting your worship to God as you give offerings, he's presenting your offerings to God. As you praise, what does he do? He's presenting your sacrifice to God. So it's inevitable that after he presents the sacrifice, he will say, Lord, she's your daughter. She's been worshiping you. You know what she's been asking you for. Now he prays. You didn't get it. Guess what comes after you present the sacrifice? Jesus said, Lord, he's going through it, but yet he's praising you. She's going through it, but yet she's got a praise song on her mouth. Guess what comes next? Father, you know that they are going through it, but yet they are offering to you, giving to you, vowing to you, praying in their prayer shift at two in the morning. Guess what's gonna happen next? He's gonna say, Papa, I presented you their sacrifice, but now let me intercede for them. Let me stand between them and you. Ah, Y'all ain't helping me. Let me stand between them and you. And let me tell you what they've been asking for. Let me tell you what they've been believing for. Next thing you know, the check 
comes in the mail the breakthrough in the job happens the family member gets delivered those that are watching at home you've been waiting for a while for your breakthrough but you've had a deficit of sacrifice but as your sacrifices go up get it ready because your blessings are gonna come down I want you to take 30 seconds, hold it, sustain it for a moment. I want you to take 30 seconds and throw up a sacrifice. Come on. I said send up a message that you are a spiritual house. I will praise you yet you slay me. I will praise you in the morning. I will praise you in the noontime. You are my God. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are El Shaddai. You are my Papa. You're gonna bring me out. I know that I'm going to hell and high water. But if you brought me out yesterday, you will bring me out today. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to pray. I said I'm going to praise him. Come on, take 60 seconds and praise him until you feel that he receives your sacrifice. People in church want the blessing without the sacrifice. You want my stars without the scars. You want the breakthrough without paying the price. No, no, no. Well, that's for people in Hialeah. Because here in King Jesus know that if you want it, you're going to have to work for it. If you want it, you're going to have to stretch out your hand. If you want it, you're going to have to step out the boat. Tell somebody, I am a living stone ready to unto God so what are we saying God's original intent sit down I got 10 minutes left God's original intent is for his house to be a house of prayer number two a house of water come on help me a house of offerings and number three a water a house of sacrifices every time you sacrifice to God something happens number four I want you to write it down God also wants his house to be a house with a functioning altar he wants a house with an altar not just a place where you can you know barely no 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 he wants an altar how many of you ever got a breakthrough on this altar? Oh man, I thank God for this altar. See, God wants a house with a functioning altar. Because the altars, write it down. The altar is the place where you meet with God. I got 10 minutes so I can preach to you for another five. Hear me. You know why Satan hates an altar so much? Because he used to be on the altar. He used to be on the altar, but he got kicked out 
because he began to offer strange fire unto God so every time you go to the altar of your house every time you come to this altar you remind the enemy that he is defeated he is dethroned he is destroyed he is disarmed and he's got nothing on you every time you get to the altar the heavens shake every time you get to the altar prayers are answered every time people get to this altar souls are saved miracles happen prayers are answered those that are watching at home i'm telling you it's about time that you restore the altar i'm gonna pray today for god to make you a house of prayer i want passion to come in you i want fire to come in you on the altar the fire falls anybody remembers Elijah here oh you're not helping me I said anybody remembers Elijah he said I'll pour some water I will build me some stones and I'll watch how fire falls from heaven I came here today to prophesy to you you've been going to your altar and you hadn't seen breakthrough yet watch out because God is about to move on your behalf God is about to slay the head of that giant that dared to face you because I know that one man on his knees is more powerful than a thousand men standing up build back the altar in your house get back to it get back to prayer get back to fasting get back to seeking God get back to giving your all to God I'm talking to somebody at home you saying apostle what are you talking about I'm talking about an altar when you build it God will come where is the altar in your house where is your altar if you build it he will come Abraham he knew about altars the house of God is a place where the altar is functioning Abraham knew about it because it was at an altar where God said Abraham I want you to give me your son and there he said I'll call this place Jehovah Jireh because there God provided you don't want me to preach I said there God met, met Abraham there God met Elijah there God is going to meet you the moment you walk into that altar there is a divine that takes place you give him your weakness and he gives you his power you you give him your offering and he gives you your breakthrough you give him your praise and he will give you his protection he will give you his provision he will give you his guidance We need to restore the altars. A house of prayer. I feel his presence. Oh Lord.
Make me a house of prayer. Make me a house of prayer. God, let me burn on your altar. And as I worship you, you will pour out heaven on me. Pour it out, God. One, a house of prayer. Two, a house of offerings. Three, a house of sacrifices. Number four, five minutes and I finish. A house where the altar is where the fire burns. Oh yes, a house of prayer. Yes, I feel it. Oh, you can walk by people and smell sacrifice. Our apostle, he smells like sacrifice. Oh, God, make me. Oh, God, you might be tired, but you know when you get to the altar, chains break. Demons leave. Depression is broken. Say go. You gotta make me a house of prayer. Oh, I wanna burn with fire. I wanna burn with passion. I wanna burn with hunger. Those of you watching that spirit of prayer, in a moment it will come upon you. house to be a house of prayer offering sacrifices but he also wanted to be a house for all nations where the Hispanic could hug a black man and as you do so you could feel the love of God as you pray for the person next to you, they might not be your race, but the blood of 
Jesus is running through your veins. I don't know where you, my brother here, could have been born. I don't know maybe his background. We might not be the same race, but we know, come young men, come, no, no, the one that I just, over there, armor bearer, come son, come, no. You two, you two, help me, help me. You might not know where they were born. We might not know each other, but the moment we come into the house of God, one thing we know, that the same Jesus Save the blood, save the wine, save the Hispanic, tell him Lord, make me sing it. The blood unites you. The blood, thank you. The blood covers you. Say it. I want you to stand to your feet. I feel the spirit of prayer. I feel it. I feel sacrifices are going up. Sacrifices are going up. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. You are about to be activated to become a house of prayer, a living stone, offering sacrifices. Father, I repent 
for another offering spiritual sacrifices before your presence I repent today I accept the call to become a house of prayer today I restore my altar say it louder like you mean it say today I restore my altar I am a priest who will offer spiritual sacrifices today I break every demonic spirit that has opposed me that has come against me and I make a decision to become a house of prayer let the spirit of prayer come upon me right now I receive say it louder throw your hands up say I receive a new passion a new fire a new hunger for prayer for prayer I will pray without ceasing I will pray for my family I will pray for my economy I will pray for my apostle I will pray for revival and Lord I will build that a house of prayer I will be a house of prayer and we will build a house of prayer right now father I receive say louder say I receive those at home of flesh impartation of the spirit of prayer hunger passion and fire lift your hands and receive Thank you for tuning in. If you were blessed by this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share it with a friend. If you need prayer, we have a team ready to pray for you. Just call the number 305-382-3171. 305-382-3171. If you would like more content that empowers your faith, visit King Jesus TV. Again, King Jesus TV. I love you. God bless you. Thank you.